Uncluttered and Unfiltered is brought to you in part by our latest obsession, Pain Cakes. Pain Cakes are the revolutionary cold pack that stick to you so you can stick to your routine. Whether you're pounding the pavement as a runner like me or you're tackling the clutter as a professional organizer like Christine, Pain Cakes has got you covered. Pain Cakes comes in three sizes and can be used again and again. We both keep them in our freezers. And when we feel an ache or a pain, you just stick them on your body. You can do it a hundred times. It's all the benefits of using a cold pack, but no downtime. Find pancakes at pain-cakes.com or at thousands of retailers nationwide. Welcome to Uncluttered and Unfiltered, the podcast urging you to let it go and don't look back with nationally acclaimed professional organizer, Christine Stone, and self-proclaimed hot damn mess radio and TV personality, Eden Kindle. Welcome, everybody, to Uncluttered and Unfiltered. Today's topic, the bucket list. And we're going to get into all of that in a little while. We're going to cover our bucket list items, the list of suggested bucket item, bucket list items for women over a certain age. And then also, you guys have given us a lot to work with over on our Facebook group. Yes. So we're going to go over all of these ideas. Do you need a bucket list? Do you actually attack your bucket list or is it just something that hangs out there to make you feel like you're never going to achieve these things? We're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk a little bit about the Golden Bachelor coming up because that is something that we're getting a lot of joy from. (laughs) However, that's going to be at the very end, at least our breakdown of the episode. That'll be at the very end of the podcast. Happy World Menopause Day. Everybody, today is October 18th. That's the day we are recording this, and this happens to be World Menopause Day. So what is happy about menopause? Well, we've covered a few things over the past year, and you can certainly go back and listen to past episodes that deal solely with menopause. Yes. Do you think it's a happy thing? Happy Uh, happy menopause day? I think there are happy parts of it. I also think once you're at over it. That's a very happy moment. I think things (laughs) kind of get back to some sort of normalcy um, once you're out the other end. So um, there, there are good points. I thought perimenopause was brutal. So compared to perimenopause, I almost felt like menopause was a walk in the park for me, but everybody's different. So perimenopause was very tough. And not having your period anymore is Is certainly not a problem. At least I don't miss it. I don't miss it. Even for a second, I don't miss PMS. I don't miss it ruining my vacations. I don't miss anything about it. Does your husband, Mitch, miss having three women in the house now that the two girls are out that were all on the same cycle at the same time? Because I know my husband was like, oh my gosh, girls, you just had to say like, dad Ugh. or anything like men just don't want to deal with that. Uh, no. And also I have to tell you what a trooper he is to deal with three women. Mm. I mean, he didn't know which one was, you know, he, he got it from all ends at some point where, whether it was a daughter or a wife. So I have to say he was a saint uh, through all that. And I know now that they're up and grown and out and I'm in post menopause, he's a happier man. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> Once again, we'll say it. Happy Happy World Menopause (laughs) Day, everybody. Okay, so not that we're going to delve right now into The Golden Bachelor, but before before we start our bucket list items, I do want to comment, even if you're not watching, this is for the people who are or are not watching, but they're seeing the commercials and they're seeing Gary kissing the different women. Let's let's even remove the, the aspect that it's 
different women mm-hmm. and just say that he's kissing these women. Right. And there are people who don't know who they're talking to when they say <laughs> gross, because being a woman of a particular age, I don't want you to tell me how disgusted you are by seeing this because, hey, for the grace of God, that's me up there. Well, and it really is me because most of these women are in their 60s and I'm 61. So I don't think people mean to say it, <laughs> but they're like, "Ooh, I hate that show. I don't want to see him kissing a bunch of old ladies. I'm like, hello. Uh-huh. So I... I've become more fascinated by the psychological part of the Golden Bachelor and hearing people's opinions, not about like you do for the regular Bachelor. It's more about aging and how people don't want to see it. They don't want to see people aging. They don't. And I, I, it really opened up my eyes. This show has really opened up my eyes. Also, people are saying if they do a golden bachelorette, she should be with all these 30 and 40 year old stud muffins and blah, blah, blah. (sighs) And I just think that's missing the point though. Yes. You know, for me. So anyway, that's a cougar show. Right. That's a cougar show. That has appeal for some people, not for me. Yeah. Me neither. Because unless the, the 30 year old goes to bed by nine, I don't think we'd have have a lot to talk about either. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, we'll get into the golden bachelor, but it's just funny when you hear people's reactions and they don't realize I'm of that age group that you're going, ew. Yeah, I can almost always get my daughter to sit and watch just about anything. Right. If she happens to be walking by, I can at least intrigue her to come join me, sit for a moment, but not that one. She's like, la, 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 right. la, la. I don't want any part right. of that show. All right. So we're, we're going to come back to the, to the episode yes. that we just saw. But first, let's get into this bucket list. And what inspired it was an article that I came across a few weeks ago about bucket lists for women 55 and over. Love it. And we will talk about that. But first, what is on your bucket list, young lady? Uh, Well, I had one thing on my bucket list. I never, ever thought it would happen. So that's why I call it a bucket list item. And I've talked about this before, and it was when I got to meet Donny Osmond, sit in the front row of his concert in Las Vegas for my 50th birthday. And it all goes back to a childhood situation where I got tickets to go to his concert in the 70s and my mom pulled the card of, well, you can't go. We're going to your grandparents for a month in Ohio. And I was absolutely devastated. So from that point on, I said, come hell or high water, I am not only going to go to this concert, but I'm going to meet him. And 35, 40 years later, it actually really happened. So after that, I said, I'm done. I washed my hands. I said, there's nothing else more I've been having such a feeling about, because for me, if I want to do something, I just go do it. I don't wait. If I want to learn something new, I go learn it. If I want to travel somewhere, I go and travel and see it. And I, and I got by reading all the comments on our Facebook group for women over 50 ladies only that some people shared that same sentiment, you know, they were like, you know, if I want to do something, I do it, you know? Yeah. And that's That's, me. That's for sure the case. Um, I did not have a bucket list personally until very recently. And when I say very recently, I kind of toyed with this idea. It's to run all of the world major marathons and there are six. But that 
that's a bucket list. That thing. is that's a bucket huge. list. But but I didn't think of it in terms of a bucket list, and I really didn't think I'd ever do it. But now I'm three down with three to go, and it feels almost like I have to try. So what I have done now is I've run the New York, the Boston, and the Chicago marathons, and I yesterday applied because it's a lottery system for the Berlin marathon. Wow. And then all that would remain from there are the London and the Tokyo. So I feel like if I can do those, that's quite a bucket list item to check off. There are six well, world majors. I don't know. Compared to seeing Donnie Osmond and having a meet and greet with him in Vegas. I mean, I don't know. I think mine is better. I agree. Yours <laughs> took more effort. <laughs> so it, 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 this is how different we are, everybody. Yeah, but you know what? But you know what? To, I was I was very impressed by that. I was very impressed when we first found out. For one thing, I was thrilled to know that you had the love that I had for Donnie Osmond and then some. Yeah. I didn't know that there was somebody out there who could love him even more. Oh, and then, yeah. and then the fact that you actually held on to that crush for as long as you did. And and then when you did meet him, you were speechless. I loved that story too. go back and listen to episode two of yeah. our podcast. If you, if you missed out on that one. So here are the bucket list items suggested okay. from this article. It was a survey that was done 55 and up travel more. And we did see a lot of that Learn a foreign language. I want to talk about that for just a second. I don't know if I've mentioned this on this podcast before, but my dad decided to learn to speak Spanish in his 70s. Oh, wow. So he immersed himself. He would go to meetings at the local library chapter where it was an all Spanish speaking meeting. He would um, do online chatting with people and asked that in Puerto Rico and asked because he had a client there and asked that nothing be done in English. He would, he immersed himself wow. and he was fairly fluent. He would watch movies with subtitles. He'd watch them in Spanish and have the English subtitles. He really made that decision. So learning a foreign language. I use Google translate. Yeah. I mean, nowadays uh, that's, that's I mean, all you have to do. You know, if I need to speak someone's language, I use Google translate works great by the it way. Does I love work. It. it. It's definitely a luxury we yes. have in this, yes. in this time. Retire. We know that there are a lot of people and we've covered retiring. We had a wonderful guest on and that's in one of our past episodes too, about being financially ready to do something like that. Moving abroad was on the list. Here's one downsizing. Mm. That's a big bucket list item for a lot of people. Well, and I don't know if yeah, I was going to just say, I don't know if these are bucket list items or goals that people want to work towards. And there are a lot of people Mm -hmm. that really want to take those cement blocks off their shoulders and get rid of the things, the big houses and kind of live a more, you know, calm, peaceful, uncluttered life. So, yeah, sure. And a lot of these come to me more like goals than they yeah. do bucket lists. For example, go to more concerts to me is a great goal. A bucket list would be to see so-and-so in concert right. like you right. did. Yeah. Pay off the mortgage. That's a wonderful thing to have Cut. as a goal. Yeah. Volunteer. Again, just start. Yeah. Just start. Just start volunteering. I highly recommend volunteering. Uh, learning to play an instrument. Learning to swim. These are like, like we said, some of them you could, you could argue the point, goal or bucket list item, but for whatever reason, these are on there. Climbing a mountain, going skydiving, having an affair. Why would that's a bucket list? That thing? is a bucket list item on this survey. People surveyed said having an affair. See, I 
I don't think it's about having an affair. They want excitement back in their life and that would cause drama and excitement. That means their life is very, very dull and boring Mm. because that's all that would cause is a lot of drama, a lot of, you know, things you're missing, whether it's passion or, you know, sneaking around or whatever it is. I think it would just be a big nightmare headache, but that's just me. It sounds like something an organizer would not enjoy. Right. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. <laughs> so let's see. Buying a motorcycle. No. Getting remarried. Definitely not. Getting a divorce is a bucket list item. That is a sad Wait, how one. can a divorce be a bucket list item? You know, maybe you're like, before I die, I'm going to be single again. And if one oh. way or the other, I don't know. I don't know. Oh. But, but let me tell you this one. This is the one that made me the saddest for it to be a bucket list item. Getting my kids to move out. That's like so sad that you'd be saying- before I kick the bucket, which is what created right. the name bucket, bucket list, list. before you kick yeah. the bucket, before I kick the bucket, this kid's going to get out of my basement. I, you know, that's, yeah, that that's is a, sad. That's a rather sad situation. Yes. But what I think what really um, moved me as I looked down this list is very, very, um, uh, the majority of those items are things we've covered in past podcast episodes. Yes. Which I think is stellar. I mean, just like volunteering. We've talked about that. We've We've talked talked about retiring. We've talked about downsizing. We've talked about divorce. We've talked about remarriage. We've talked about all of these things. So, so it sounds like a nerve is, is hit when when we go over those things. So now let's talk about some of the things that you guys over in our uncluttered and unfiltered ladies only page have, have said are some of yours. Lots of traveling. One of the one of the hot spots mentioned was Basque, where you say you Banff. 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 I told you I didn't even know what it was. Yes, Banff. I I had gone on there and responded only because I have been there and it is one of the most beautiful. Where is it? It's in Canada. Oh, and so it 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 is just absolutely one of the best vacations I have ever taken. It's a beautiful, beautiful um, part of Canada that just I can't say enough. Uncluttered and Unfiltered is brought to you in part by Hearts for Minds. Hearts for Minds is encouraging you to use your sidewalk to motivate others for Mental Health Awareness Month. Help break down the stigma of mental illness, spark conversation, and maybe just make somebody's day a little sweeter. It's easy. Grab some chalk and write inspirational messages and pictures on your sidewalk. Snap a photo and share it online by tagging Hearts for Minds on Instagram. And use the hashtag Chalk It Up for Life. That's Chalk It Up, the number four, and life. Let's chalk it up for mental health. Visit Hearts for Minds, that's Hearts, the number four, and Minds.org to learn more. Well, Francie says that on her bucket list, it's pretty much anything friends asked me if I want to try. So if anybody says, hey, let's go do this. She's game for it. That's her bucket list to be like a yes person, I guess, is what it is. Somebody who's willing to just go. And that's certainly not something that everybody at this age is able to do. Once you are able to do that, that's that's awesome. Yeah, you know me. I'm a homebody. So yeah, that would take a lot you. to get me out of the house. But anyway. <laughs> Britta said, I had my first bucket list when I was 17 during my first battle with cancer. Oh. And I'm actively ticking it off. Well, that's amazing. Yeah. That that really is amazing. Just to be battling yes. now in her 50s. Yes. And that's so awesome. Mm-hmm. Summer says that she has actively been working on her bucket list, swimming with the dolphins, taking a train trip to Maine. Oh, that would be See, nice. I like See, that very, would be nice. I like when they're very specific. Yeah. 
like a train trip. That would be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I get I get motion sickness, so I would have to take something, but it would be a really fun thing. <laughs> <laughs> Donna says, speaking of being specific, she would like to learn to play the flute parts of the song Down Under by Men at Work. That's, you know, that's a great wow. song and I can hear it in my head too. And you need to go to Spotify or listen to it somewhere if you don't know that song. But, you know, that's blue parts. Yeah. Good. Um, stay in an Airbnb treehouse and decorate a dollhouse like my own dream house. That mm. that sounds like a really fun thing to do with a grandchild. Right. Really, really great. Um, lots of like athletic bucket list items, marathons, um, ultra marathons. Um, Amy says, I know this sounds stupid, but I'd love to learn to play the fiddle and play the devil went down to Georgia. Oh my God. That would be, can you imagine? I would, I think that's, well, that does bring me to one thing and I don't think it was a bucket list. It was just a goal, but I tried it and it didn't work. And that was to learn the thriller dance and do one of those Like a flash mob, like a flash mob to the thriller dance. But my friend tried to teach me at her house and it was a disaster because I am very uncoordinated. So to this day, and that was like six years ago. Mm. So to this day, I have still not learned the Michael Jackson thriller dance. I even thought about getting a dance instructor one-on-one to teach me because she got very frustrated with me. Um, Anyway, I think we have to make that happen. I want to do it so bad. I even brought it up last night to my husband. That's how much we talk about. And and he keeps saying, just let that one go. Because he, <laughs> he has seen me try it. He's like, just let that dream die. Honey. Okay. Yeah. We are at the very least going to make a TikTok <laughs> or an Instagram reel out of that. That is going to happen. I actually was in one once. Oh, really? Yeah. I, mean, but I don't tried. think we did that. I, 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 there's a dance studio in town that's like an aerobics slash yeah. dance studio. And they, they were teaching it. And I don't think I ever... I don't think it was like the whole thing. I was like right. a dumbed down version, like a Robuxy yeah. kind of version of it, but it was fun. Well, so I think, you know, maybe there's something there. I don't know. And then a lot of you guys had, like I said, the, the more like physical bucket yeah. list items too. Um, let's see. Ginger said like you, she said, write a book. Yeah. She wants to write a book. And like I was telling you earlier, I don't think that's a bucket list for me. To me, that's just something that will come after what I'm doing it's right this second. It's just on your to-do list. Yeah, it's more like a to-do list. Like I have a mind set of to-do list things. Uh-huh. I don't see it as like a bucket list that if I don't do it, like I failed. You know, sometimes mm. bucket lists, if you don't achieve it, it kind of feels like, wah, wah, wah. you yeah. know what I mean? So I just have to a bunch of to-do lists going on in all different parts of life, you know? Yeah. So being on the Golden Bachelor is not on that list. No, <laughs> absolutely not. But what are your thoughts before we get into this uh, breakdown of that episode? And uh, people who aren't watching know that like, this is where I, you know, say peace. Right. Um what are your thoughts on just having a bucket list though in general? Do you think it puts too much pressure on or do you think it kind of opens your mind to saying, well, you know, I can dream a little dream and at least I know, or, or do you think it helps you prioritize your adventures? Because for example, if I have to choose where I want to travel to based on here's the budget, here's this, here's that, but this falls into my bucket list, then I know that this is something I need to move to the top. And where, where do you sit on all of that? I just think that just I'm it. the type of person I feel like if I really, really want to do something, I'm, I'm one, I'm a Leo. So you get determination going on in there too. Um, 
I just do it. I don't really, I just feel like you only are given today. Mm. And if you put all these things on a list, that's a bucket list that you want to do before you die, you're not even guaranteed anything but today. Mm. So I have a different feeling about it. I, I mean, I don't really have one. I never have. I, people have said what's on your bucket list like years ago. And I'm like, nothing. I mean, Mm. I just really think that if I set my mind to it and I want to do something and I, and I'm not a big traveler, I travel, I make it a goal like once or twice a year to really do something amazing. But I, I'm not a big traveler. I don't enjoy, especially with the airlines nowadays and, it just, it, to me, sometimes it can be more of a headache. Mm. I'm not a fitness enthusiast. That's why you and I are so perfect because I love to watch everything through you. Um, so I don't, I, you know, I make it a goal not to like say, oh, I want to be this strong or this, you know, I just, yeah. I don't know. I don't really have a lot of expectations. I just do what I feel like doing when I have the time to do it. And, you know, like you said, the budget to do it. There's a lot of things that kind of play into that uh, time, money. And so I really enjoy spending time with my family. I really, really enjoy that. So that if I have any free time, it's with my kids, my grandson, Mm -hmm. you know, my, my son-in-law, I like spending time with my kids and my husband is a family. Mm -hmm. I think, I think very much the same way you do on that. I do think having a bucket list is a good way for friends and even significant others to know your priorities of for adventures, like I just yeah. said, kind of to repeat what I just was saying. But I definitely don't think not checking things off your bucket list should make you unhappy right. or a failure. I think it, if they're fun little bucket list items where when you do it, you can feel even the more excited about it because it was, I've definitely said things were on my bucket list that I really hadn't thought about doing before I did them. And right. afterwards I'm like, well, I can check that off my right. bucket list. Right. But it's not because I knew that I had to just had to do it before, you know, I kicked that bucket. So, all right, I think we've covered the bucket list and let's talk about those women who, made their bucket list to be on national television, crying over a man they'd only known for five minutes. And, you know, we can talk at length about all of the moments that are just goofy on that show. Well, there's so much, there's so much goofiness, but, but I'm still now drawn in and I'm still really invested in finding out who it's going to be that Gary narrows it down to. So this last episode, we got to see a talent show. What would you do as your talent? Okay, so that annoyed me right off the bat. Okay. And let me tell you why. Dude, I'm tell like us why. Joan who said I don't have a talent. I don't like it. Now, I don't mind speaking in front of people, but I mm. honest to God do not have a talent. I don't play an instrument. I can't sing a note. You heard I can't do the thriller dance. I don't have a I don't have a talent. I don't even I wouldn't even be able to write a poem like she did. I'm just my my type of personality is to just go in and do something. You know, it's not to show off something or do a talent. You know what well, I mean? Well, what if they they took a bag of just junk and and 
poured it on a table and then you said, here's my talent. You just organized everything into groups. Well, that I could do. Right. <laughs> that I could do in my sleep though. Yeah. But I felt for Joan because it would, and I also, which is the first question on my list, how come everybody didn't have to do the talent show? It annoyed me so much. I'm sure they did. They just didn't make the edit, you know? Yeah. I'm- but how do you show everybody, but you don't show like th- two, it was only like two or three other people that didn't do the talent show Uh that I just don't think that's fair, especially for someone like Joan, who was like, I just don't want to do this. I'm terrified. I don't have a talent. And of course she ended up doing the best and getting the date. So there you go by doing her poem, which I thought the poem was amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, I just, there's so I'm looking at the golden bachelor from this point on as a psychological experiment. Oh, are you? Yes. (laughs) I am no longer looking at this as a romantic thing. Okay. And it switched this week. And the reason why it switched for me is because he is a crier and there's nothing wrong with men crying. I'm not saying that, but I've been reading and hearing from friends, from other people online, whatever it may be. He's a crier. He annoys me. I like the bad boy. I, you know, I would never go for that type. I like uh, the the bad boy. But then I'm thinking when I was 20, yeah, I like the bad boy. Who didn't? I mean, it's part of life. Kind of, it's a game. You want what you can't have, or you like the challenge. But for the love of God, by the time you're in your 60s, 70s, early 80s, you really want a bad boy? Is there a bad boy at 70? I mean, what is he going to do at 70 bad boy wise? You know what I mean? He'll take his hearing aids out and ignore you. Right, exactly. Or he'll turn them off and just not listen anymore. Exactly. But my point is, is that I, I listen to that and it's, One thing I've realized is all the people that are commenting are under the age of, I would say, 60. Right. And they're they're saying things like that. And it's like when you're 65, if say you got a divorce or your husband, you're not going to be looking for the bad boy going into your retirement. Listen, the bad boy, I'll tell you who the bad boy is that's, you know, over 70. And we've all seen them. It's the grandpa that hits on everything. that Yes. And nobody wants that. No. Nobody wants Nobody that. Nobody wants that. Everybody knows that one lady's husband that came up in a generation that felt like it was a disservice to you if he didn't say something inappropriate and com- right. and complimentary, but in a very, you know, imposing way. And and you're just like, oh, and, and so, no, the nice guy is great. I love his sensitivity. I could also do without so many tears out of Gary. Well, it's starting to make me feel really sad. I also think what you just said is true is that the people that are commenting and annoyed or grossed out or blah, blah, blah. These people come from a different generation. They are coming pre-social media to a, a more romantic time in life where you actually courted a woman. There was not online dating. And so I think you're seeing old time love and people don't they're not used to it anymore. They're mm-hmm. used to like the regular bachelor bachelor or bachelor in paradise or whatever, naked and afraid or all these other things mm-hmm. where people can be crude, rude, naked. We, you know what I mean? Yes. And to them, this is boring. This is not stimulating enough. It's not, they're watching their grandfather find a date. That's what yeah. I'm hearing. 
Yes. The the moment where Gary got a little irked that Kathy, well, he didn't know it was Kathy, was giving one of them a hard time. Which one did he make cry? Oh, he made one of them cry. No, Kathy was the one who said someone. No, no, it was Leslie. I can't keep track uh, well, of these women. I can because I wrote this all yes, down. Was it Leslie that was it, complaining? It was, it was, first of all, he's very naive because when one went to him and told him that she'd been crying because someone was mean to her, he, he really believed her. That was really. a manipulation. Yeah, that was, that was the one I'll tell you exactly. Cause she so annoys me and has annoyed me from day one. And that's Kathy. Yes. Okay. She wants to be the, the trouble starter. She wants to make everyone look bad. And so he obviously has no experience in this. And so he believed her. Right. And I didn't see anything wrong that that other woman was doing. And I just, I was cracking up because he really believed her. And I'm like, that's, that's being naive, Gary. Right. I mean, right. you know, you got to know how women are. I think she needs to go, but I think in my opinion, they're keeping her on because it's drama. Yes. Nobody, everybody else is loving and supportive of each other except her. Right. And she's also very and the chicken lady. She, yeah, the chicken lady. But the, the thing about Kathy is she's the one who said, we have a little click and we've named ourselves this group. I can't remember what the initials were, but yeah, I, oh, that I, tells I me, it. you know what that screams to me? That screams to me that she has some kind of chip on her shoulder from back in high school Yes, where she has to be in this group. A mean girl. She's, she's a, mean a mean girl. girl. She's a mean girl. That made me uncomfortable in the Golden Bachelor. I okay. bet those other women were watching, shaking their heads like, Kathy, we never said that. That's right. your idea. Right. Yes. I thought, I mean, and also in the talent show, when the girl did the strip tease, like. Okay. I have thoughts on that. That's Leslie. That's Leslie. Okay. I have thoughts, but go ahead. Tell me yours. And then I'm going to tell you. Uh, that's when I said, blah, 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 blah. Like, stop. I mean, you know. It just made me so uncomfortable with him sitting and she's like doing a lap dance. Okay. The thing is that I didn't think she was a great dancer and she's going on and on saying how she's such a, and I'm I'm not trying to be a mean girl, but she, because she said I was a professional dancer, I was expecting what I was expecting. I wasn't expecting what I got, which was just a lot of booty shake. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was grinding. It was grinding was more like the kind of dancing. Yeah. You probably, you know, I think she teaches aerobics or something yeah. when she said she was a dancer, but which is fine. She was better than I would be yeah. a million times better than I would be. But she wasn't, when she said she was a professional dancer, yeah. I was expecting like, okay, she's going to shut this place down. She's going to be so great. And then she does what she does. She grinds. And then I did like that. She picks up the cupcake at the end and says, yeah. Oh, and I bake. That was yeah, very cute. That was cute. But you're not going to get Gary doing a grinding striptease. No way. Not, not as his wife. No. And not, you're not going to get that last rose. So my prediction is, is, is sweet. I do think she's a nice person. I think she's going to go yeah. because I think her approach is not her, right. Her approach is not great. And so I predict right now, Joan, who had to leave mm. because of her daughter who gave birth and was having problems, um, I thought they were making a very serious connection and I thought he really did like her. Do you think there'll a be lot. a twist and she comes back at the end? No, I, I either that 
or he'll pick someone they'll date a few times and then him and Joan will end up getting together. I mm-hmm. think you can't deny chemistry. And I think he really, really liked her. And I really think she liked him a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, she felt like she had to leave. And so it kind of was like, he has to move on. He can't diss all these other people, but I don't see another person other than, um, what was her name? The one I know that her daughter, her friend was dying of cancer. Nancy. Nancy. She's the only other one. And by the way, she got to wear that gown uh-huh. and it had like this slit up her thigh. I have to say she has great legs. I mean, that slit was like all the way up her thigh on the that side. That was Nancy? Yeah. Okay. So I was um, unpacking while I oh. was watching. <laughs> so I didn't really have a chance to um, like zoom in. I was like yes. kind of listening and, and looking over. I'm just admitting that. <laughs> right. I feel like, <laughs> excuse me, watching The Golden Bachelor is going to have to be something I do while I'm doing something else. Unlike you who is taking notes because I just, I tried sitting there unless I have you with me (laughs) and and a glass of wine. I I can do it if I can get other people to commit with me, but I just didn't think I could just sit there by myself and just watch. Well, don't get me wrong. I tape it. I could not sit through all these commercials. I've never seen so many commercials on a show. I know there's so many about your dog, Sky Rizzy, which is a throwback to an old episode where Christine said that they were going to name their dog Sky Rizzy because they see the commercials every five seconds. Um, I am going to say the talent show was a thumbs down for me. I thought that Mm -hmm. was a silly, silly concept. I think even having uh, them have the designer come and you get to pick out again. I, I just think they've got to get it kind of dumbs down the over 60 kind of theory. I mean, they're really cheesing this out. Is that what they do on the bachelor? Have little things like that, like little skits. I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, yeah, I haven't watched the regular bachelor in a really long time, but I just don't remember it being this corny, but like I said, I haven't watched it in a long time. Mm -hmm. I, I will say I am still hooked because not who he'll pick anymore of People's reactions after each episode or someone saying, I couldn't watch those people kiss. I couldn't watch it after one Mm -hmm. episode. I just am fascinated by the psychological effect this is having on people under 50 where they just can't stand to see older people dating, kissing, whatever. You know, what would be the shock to me if he ended up choosing is it Susan, the one that she's taller and she's, she's she looks like China, the wrestler. Yes. And she did yeah. karate. Yeah, she did. Yeah. I don't she's see that happening. Her, I don't either, but I would love it. She's fantastic. She's out there in her karate gi, yes. I guess it is. And she's like doing all the karate moves as her talent. Yes. She's a trip. I enjoy watching her. I just don't think she'll be one yeah. of the picks. But she's, she's somebody that like, I would, she's like your favorite aunt. Yeah, she really is. I like her a lot, but well, I'm just fascinated. Edith is out. She was one of my top picks. Same. They, she didn't do the talent show, or at least they didn't, they didn't show, show it. They, yeah. And the it also Christina's out. I think the people were Which obvious, right? Because they never showed her. Oh, okay. They never. They're they're. It boggles my mind who they pick and choose to show. Right. Um. So anyway. 
I'll keep watching everybody in a different way though. Now I I'm, I'm you're, you're our hero. Yeah. I'll keep yeah. watching. And I will too. Um, probably just more kind of as a background thing. Yes. And that's fine for me. That works for me as long as I can then still deconstruct it with you here on right. the podcast right. and, and um, not make assumptions. But I, I think everything you said has been pretty spot on. So having said that, uh, we now have added a question that you can go to our ladies only Facebook page and answer. And the question is, if you had to be in a talent show, what would your talent be? So we know that Christine doesn't think she has one, although I think she's a very talented person. I think I would like get some pillows and lay down and watch, say how, watch how quickly I can take a nap with all of this going on around me. That is the talent. It's a gift I have. Yeah. So we want to know what would your talent be if like all of a sudden somebody said, stop what you're doing. You have to be in a talent show tonight. What would your talent be? So head on over to our ladies only uncluttered and unfiltered Facebook group and answer that question. Well, one day I may surprise you and learn the thriller dance. And then I could say, everybody, that's my talent. I can do the thriller dance. I would do it. if I. And by the way, if I were the producers on The Bachelor and I'm living for that day, that's on my bucket list is to see you do the thriller dance. Oh my God. But if I were the the creators of the 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 bachelor golden yeah. bachelor. And I knew our demo. I would have rolled in a big gong because <laughs> that's the kind of talent show I grew yes, up on. The the gong gong show. Show. Yeah, I agree with you. I, mean, I it thought it was if, embarrassing. If but Gary could have just gonged some of them off the yes, stage. That would have been priceless. That would have been really good. And it would have shown his age even better because yes. he was around for the gong show. So that's right. Okay. So everybody, please do all of the things we ask you to do on a regular basis because it does a few things. It helps our algorithm. It helps other people find us. And those things are like leaving a review, giving us stars, telling your friends about the podcast. And by all means, if you're not already a part of our ladies only Facebook group, it's called uncluttered and unfiltered ladies only you request to join. We approve you. And then you're part of the family. Cause you know what? We want everybody to have a chance to put their input into this podcast. That's what it's always been about. Yes. It's been about that. And it's about knowing that no matter what it is, that's going on in your life. You can let it go. And don't look back. Hi, it's Eden. Christine and I absolutely love bringing you Uncluttered and Unfiltered, the podcast for women over 50. For the first time, we're asking you for your help. A one-time or monthly donation from you will help us with production costs and help us grow this awesome community. Find a link to make a donation in our most recent show notes in our Uncluttered and Unfiltered Ladies Only Facebook group pinned to the top or on our Uncluttered and Unfiltered Facebook page. And in advance, thank you.